This is the Pick It Up Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pick It Up Podcast, episode 88, I think, or 89. One of those, 88. You're not in that 88. I'm in much better spirits. We had, did not watch this ad documentary. Um, I do believe several others, a handful of others, a couple, a couple people have told me they've watched it since. And Oh, no. Yeah. Do they like it? I think all mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse recommended a whole nother. He texted me and was like, here's another one. What, what is it called? Free diving. And I think, I was like, I, that one was too sad. I don't want to watch any more on that sport. Mm-hmm. Um, in sports news, though, ESPN, I saw on Instagram today, is bringing back the Ocho this weekend. Do you know what that is? The Ocho? Ocho, as in eight. Oh, <laughs> Did you hear oat show? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a documentary on some on oatmeal. oats. Um Do you know what the oat show is? No. I don't think I've ever it's like all things it's many activities that are not sports that are just hysterical and ultimately do not belong on television. But if you, I wanna say if you go to ESPN's Instagram it sounds like they're bringing it back for one weekend only. And I mean, it's silly things. Like, have you ever seen people like picture a ping pong table, but they're like kicking and heading a soccer ball over the net? Yeah, of a ping pong table. Oh, no. And I've then like cornhole. You've seen cornhole on TV. Um, there were several other interesting ones. There was one that while I was watching these slides on Instagram, but this was the first time that I had ever seen it. And ultimately, I do think we should look up the Ocho schedule this weekend and see if this event or show or whatever it is will be in play. I don't know what the substance was, but there were people essentially in bodysuits, like very, you know, latex, whatever, latex, spandex, mm-hmm. um, trying to climb a flight of stairs barefoot while things were being poured on the stairs. <laughs> And it was called like slippery stairs or something. That sounds painful. And you're like grabbing other people's like you're like chopping them off at the you're like reaching for their ankles and then they slide down, like I don't know like what like it looks like they're going sledding kind of thing, and then they just keep there's like ten of them trying to get to the top of these stairs. Of course, it was an Instagram thing, so I only got to watch it for like forty five seconds. But I watched it over and over again because it was very funny. <laughs> so I know what we're doing this weekend. We're gonna try it. We don't have big enough stairs. No, I'm going to watch it. Um, hopefully it's not a joke that they're bringing this. I would love to watch that. That would be hysterical. Um, I don't know how we got there. I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, announcements. So it's just some general housekeeping. Please don't forget that as of August 12th, August 12th is our last day in Sugarwad. So if you open Sugarwad on August 13th, you will not see the workouts, the class workouts. I said it last time. I said it on Facebook and in different posts as well. You can keep Sugarwad the rest of your life. Your numbers should not go anywhere because those numbers are tied to you and your profile, not to a gym profile. So you can keep it on your phone, reference it as often as you want to, or you could try exporting your workouts from Sugarwad and then moving them into train. And just as a reminder... You do not need to download Train. Though You will now just see that in your members app where you reserve classes. There's another tab where it says workouts and you can log your results. Um, please let me know if you have any trouble exporting that CSV file. 
and uploading it into train. Um, I know many have done it. I know a couple people have had some issues, so just let me know and I'll help if I can. Um, but it's technology and it's software. It's probably not going to be perfect no matter how many times we try, but we'll do our best. Um, and then if you would like to switch from using a credit card to having us draft your bank account, please just comment on that Facebook group thread or shoot me a message. Or if you're listening to this and you're not on Facebook, let me know in the gym. And all that does is it helps us save a ton of money on processing fees. Um, so just if you want to fully agree that processing fees are a part of doing business, but if you're willing to, we've already had like t another 10 or 11 or so switch over today, which is very helpful for us in the long run. So thank you guys very much. That's all I got. That was great. Best part was definitely the slippery stairs. <laughs> all right. Hannah. Hannah's here. She's been here the whole time. I've been listening just like everybody else. What are we talking about today? We were going to talk about the summer event. Which That's right. Which went really well. Brandon was amazing. Master of ceremony. Master of ceremony. Um, all the teams did great. It was really fun. We did rope climbs first time in forever. And I know Frankie did like a huge lift on his back squats. I think I heard 275. Wow, nice. And that was, yeah, the heaviest he's ever lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon did not work out? No. Oh, okay. Okay. What else happened? Who won? That's it? Oh, that was very abrupt. My, my team won. This is I getting ridiculous. Can anybody think of an event at Pick It Up Fitness that Hannah's team did not win? There's been there's been times. I you like when you didn't participate? <laughs> no. Those are the only times, I believe. <laughs> I don't know. You keep giggling, but I, I, I think you're gonna get disqualified. I, get, I have great teams and and partners yeah yeah mm -hmm. then we had a couple first timers right like ryan yeah yeah mm -hmm. did he have fun mm -hmm. I think he, so. you think so you didn't didn't catch up with him well, after i didn't like ask you said brandon fun. was running the show <laughs> you had plenty of time to catch up i think everyone looked like they enjoyed themselves so then what's yeah and derek commented in the social feed um mm -hmm. that he had a blast what's the next thing that we do like that Halloween competition. Wow, Halloween. Which is coming really soon, and apparently all the stores agree and are prepping for it. No, you're already seeing Halloween stuff? Oh, yeah. I say Halloween. I was making fun of the way you said Halloween. Halloween. That's how you're supposed to say it. We're not... It's like when people say Colorado or Colorado. We say Colorado. You say Halloween. Not Colorado and Halloween. <laughs> Colorado, Halloween. No, well, you can say it however you want. That's okay. What do you think is the word you've picked on me the most for over the years? Oh, it's it's a phrase. Like oh, it's a phrase. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, like how? What do you say? It's a. I don't have any. Like the correct way would be like, oh, he went that way. What do you? What would you say? He went that way. Shoot, I'll think of it. <laughs> It's he some went. weird grammar thing that's not technically not correct, but it doesn't sound right. He went it that way. I always say he went it that way. No. <laughs> Is that it? No. I cannot think of this. <laughs> It'll come to me. Let's 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 go into our question. Okay. I thought it was going to be caramel. Oh, yeah. But go on. Question. Well, I think that's a big debate among many people. I don't think it's that big of a debate. Really? Yeah. 
It's caramel. All right, what's it's, the question? It's caramel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's our question for today. How can I show more compassion to myself? So, Matt, how can you show more compassion to yourself? I... Why is this the question? Because it is the question. I think we need to all show more compassion to ourselves. It's, it's, it's like we would never speak to other people, to our friends, to our kids, to our you know, partners, the way we do to ourselves, most likely. Like, how kind are you to yourself? Like, when, like how often do you give yourself compassion? Some grace, some, some breathing room, some space. Um... Okay, but I was just like, so is this something that you think you struggle with? Yeah. How so? I think it comes to like how I, I talk to myself. Well, we, you, like what you and I were discussing before this podcast. Like, that was a private conversation. <laughs> like we, we go until we burn out because we don't think. Because we, that's the way to do it. Anna. It's not. It's not. Um, I, I mean, I don't think I have this voice in my head beating myself up constantly. No, I think you have that more than I do. Yes, but you do do the burnout thing. Like you go, you don't think you deserve a break because life is hard and we have to work hard and that just is how it is until you get to your breaking point and it's like, oh, I, I actually do need to slow down. I actually do need to, you know, prioritize some things and maybe take some some things off the list do you think through all of these years so you're right i mean i definitely go to the point of burnout or exhaustion and then hit a wall and then need a reset um through all of these years do you see it coming for me yes how far out do you do you think you see it coming any idea i i would I feel like it's it's a, it's a cycle that you go through. So it's like okay, you're going to it's going to be like 3 weeks till you're like nope, I've done. I'm oh, done. like I've a menstrual it. cycle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. You think it's that frequent? <laughs> um, you walked into that. You should see how red she is right now. I say that every other episode. You should see how red Hannah is right now. I yeah, probably. I, think I don't think it's happens. that frequent. Yes, Matt. <laughs> if who's more emotional between the two of us? Me, we're getting you keep lending towards that cycle that I just mentioned, oh, though. No, I'm just saying, you. It's not my fault you're so cold hearted. Oh my gosh, that's so mean. <laughs> I I'm saying, I know you. I can see it, but there's, it's like telling a child to calm down when they're upset. That's not helpful. It's not gonna help you to, for me to be like, hey, you really need to rest. You really need to rest. You really need to slow down. That's really gonna make you angry and make you work harder. But it's because I know you. So how could how could I show you more compassion? How could you show yourself compassion so that you slow down and stop before you burn out? I'm not making a joke right now. Oh, no. I do not think it's that frequent. I think yeah. I... What you're describing, I think, happens to me... Quarterly? Quarterly. <laughs> I, that's, I was thinking three to four times a year. Hmm. Yeah, you disagree. Okay. Um, <laughs> but either way, it happens. And that's what we're here to discuss. So sorry to make light of it. Um, the biggest thing is then, for me, 
is prioritizing things. Mm -hmm. Um, Is prioritizing things. So trying not to let the days get away. I always forget the name of this law. It's one of those laws, you know, like Murphy's Law, but it's something else in which you... Everything expands to the time that you allow it to expand kind of thing. Like, so I need to put more of my activities in boxes and you randomly see it on the calendar. Just kidding. We share a calendar that Hannah never looks at and is always confused as to why I'm not home or something like that. I just want to make sure we're communicating, so I like to ask you what's happening. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but if she were to look at the calendar, you'll random, she would randomly see like, like sometimes it's simple things like Monday, 6.30 a.m., take the garbage out, like, and other much smaller tasks that I put on the calendar to make sure that I actually get them done because if I don't put them somewhere, whether it's on a list or on a calendar, then they just, it just keeps, one day keeps bleeding into the next day. And then I feel like I have not accomplished much in the week. And then... That's your line right there. Not accomplished much? Yeah, I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. Even though you worked insanely hard, you got a lot done. That's that's your line. That's your like pre-burnout line. Then I'm not accomplishing anything? Yeah, you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. I like to accomplish things. No, I know. But I think your definition is a little skewed. Because you'll have accomplished a lot, but you're, you're like revved up. Your nervous system is like so askew that you're like, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything today. Even though I worked all day and did a really great job as a dad and husband and all the things, I didn't do anything. I didn't accomplish anything. Hence the, oh, I should slow down and feel all the things. Give myself some compassion so I don't just blow up and, you know, burn out. So my answer <laughs> is prioritizing. I like, you know what I like better than a good to-do list? There's only one thing that beats a to-do list. Hmm. A done list. Oh my goodness. Like, I love seeing that list. I will put simple things on there just to get to cross it off. Where's like, this list? I like to It's add on to a legal it. pad right now in the kitchen. You can't add to it. <laughs> You like ginormous notebooks like you have in front of you. I like my small yellow legal pads. Don't touch them. <laughs> you cannot add to my list. That doesn't seem fair. Um, but do you think, what else? Like, is there something else that you had in mind that you thought I would say in regards to giving myself more compassion? I mean, that's not really giving myself compassion. but I think that word makes you really uncomfortable. It and does, it does. There are certain words that definitely make me uncomfortable. Compassion. Mm-hmm. Empathy. That one bothers me. <laughs> I it like affect and effect. <laughs> I still am uncomfortable. You, I still don't feel like I have a firm grasp on those. And if I'm typing something, I'll just switch it all around to use the word impact. <laughs> and then nobody questions it. I don't question it. I'll look it up again. Please, nobody come to me in the gym explaining that. It won't stick anyway. But. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, was there something else that you had in mind that you thought I was going to say there? To how to show yourself more yeah. compassion? I feel like it feels maybe loving and kind to yourself to organize your thoughts, which also some people could say that means slowing down enough to think through everything. But you're right. Prioritizing, making a list. I think that helps. Accomplishing things. Yeah. Crossing out things. 
But what, why is there such a drive to accomplish? That's a fair question that I don't think I have the answer to right now. Um, so we'll get back to it because I will definitely follow up. I don't think you will. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's what we're here for. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to do things. I'm here to, I'll say, it, get shit done. Like, you cursed on the I podcast. know. People expect it from you, but sorry, everybody. I so, know you had this very clean image of me in your mind <laughs> up until you just heard me say that. So is this the advice you would give other people? Everybody's different. It just helps me. If, I mean, yeah, like I would. I would suggest other people. I've done it where I have like three to five things. Three's kind of been my sweet spot. Like if, like, and when you're coaching in the morning and if I beat our crazy kids up before, you know, if I wake up before them, not if I beat them up, um, but if I wake up before them, I try and think of like, okay, what are the handful of things today that if I get done, I will feel like I today was successful. So your worth is based off of how much you got done. It's based on that list. <laughs> that's, that's solid. <laughs> I know. It's rough. It's a rough existence. We'll have to discuss. Yeah, but maybe off air. <laughs> Wait, I don't need to get all emotional. This isn't a counseling session. <laughs> Okay, I'm just thinking about all the conversations I have with people in the gym. And I think about, like, and I ask them this question, like, how can you talk more kindly to yourself? How can you give yourself more compassion? Often people will say whatever slowing down looks like for them. So they'll describe what that looks like. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, oh, that's what makes you feel the most yourself. You're going back to home. You're going back to yourself. So that's what a true reset is. What are some other answers that you've heard? I think, like, I really hate the word self-care because it just has gotten so weird. But I think when people name things that feel like self-care that are soothing and regulates their nervous system and helps them, you know, feel themselves and reset and enjoy life again, then those are all great answers. You said you don't like the word self-care? It's just it's gotten so weird. Like, people think, like, oh, you know nail getting nails done all this stuff i mean that's like pampering why can't that word still be around like pampering like that's that's just self-care is a little bit different so remember the instagram page that i found that i couldn't stop laughing at yes that was one of the things that i was laughing at in which it said something to the effect or effect of um pay, uh why does every why is self-care nowadays always I drew. I had this bubble bath. I had this glass of wine. I mm-hmm. went and got my nails done. Why is it never? I went to see my doctor about this pain that's in my shoulder. Kind of, and it made me laugh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, when any like, what else have I you see heard? People though? get really yeah. hard on themselves in the gym. So everyone walks in with a different story. Like they're there to like de-stress. They're like have a great start to their day, whatever it is. Some people can be really hard on themselves after a workout because they didn't feel like they tried hard enough, they didn't do the right weights, or they messed up, or something got them a little revved up and frustrated. So I think about that all the time. Like, how can somebody, how can I have a conversation that helps them think about being kinder to themselves the rest of the day? How can, you know, we have the conversation of being kind and loving to ourselves, not just to others? So you just described yourself a little bit there with like beating yourself up over things in the gym 
Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm, yeah. I'm working on that, though, with these conversations. <laughs> and, okay, so what, how can you show yourself more compassion? For me, it's speaking kindly. Like, I'll try to stop myself and be like, would I ever say this to, like, Lucy? Would I ever say this to you? As if it's like, an, usually it's a hard no. So then I just try to stop myself and, you know, move on or say something kind. But Or if, I, if there's a feeling or if I'm down on myself for something ridiculous, I just try to put some perspective and reality into it. Would you be able to and willing to share some of those ridiculous ones? I think everyone knows that I'm passionate about nutrition and I'm really strict about myself, so if, and I track my macros, which you would love when I talk about that. <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is probably rolling of eyes, and I think I just rolled my own eyes when she said <laughs> tracking her macros. But I'm a perfectionist in every area, mostly because I've had to so that I don't feel sick. So I literally don't feel nauseous all day long. I have to stick to my plan, to what I have found that works. So when I go off of it or do something wrong and I know it's wrong then I literally have physical consequences. So I get really down on myself, which literally just makes it all much worse. So like I have a crazy regime for everything. So when I go off or I just am done with it or I just get frustrated and I need help and I talk about my macros to my husband who doesn't care, it, it, it's hard. I you wanted to get a rise out of me there. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't do anything to you. But it, it all comes down to how... How kind am I to myself? How, how out of seven days a week, mm-hmm. how far, how many days off are you on your macros? Like, well, I did an embody like a couple weeks ago and was really frustrated with the results, so I took like a week off. But I've been tracking for like two years almost every single day, minus like an angry week. So, two years is a long time, especially mm-hmm. for what many of us would consider a very tedious task. Can you think back to the beginning of those two years and like what are some of the biggest takeaways you've had from tracking? I think, you know, people throw out the whole mindful eating, but you have no idea how to mindfully eat until you actually know what you should be eating and what that looks like and how much and all those things. So tracking gives you that information. And like, you know, we can ask people like, so, you know, how much protein are you getting? How much water and all this stuff? I'm like, you really don't know until you write it down and track it. Like, you don't have a, a real answer. Um, and I was, I am and was, especially a couple years ago, desperate to feel good. So I was 100% motivated to keep trying new things and different percentages. And I think it mostly helped me get all my protein in, which made a huge difference in my performance for sure. <sighs> Good. We were worried about your performance. <laughs> and you use my fitness pal still? Mm-hmm. I tell everybody to track. I know it's a pain. I literally know it's a but pain. But you don't tell I everybody do to track for every day no. year for the rest of their lives. No, it's just it's it's a tool. It's for information. It's for a little while. Unless you want to keep doing it like I do. You don't want to keep doing it. Ideally, you need to just live your life. But if you have like specific goals, you know, that are that you need to do your mac- track macros for, then go for it. But I mean, it just gives you information. Out of curiosity, and these are just your numbers um, that you've found that have worked well for you and you only. What are your current percentages? I well, I went back to the 
um, like the 40, 30, 30. But I think I, I feel better with like higher, higher carbs. I don't do well with low carbs. So I've, I've played with that one. 40 is pretty low. Yeah. For carbs. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that until you said that. Um, and you're hitting them pretty consistent. Like how close are you on a daily basis? You're like 2% off. Like I'm really, really close. And on on the good days, like I tell people too, like if you hit it, you got a really good day, just snapshot it and then try to copy that for a little while. But I've had to adjust things a lot. So then on those days where you're not as close, what's the conversation you have in your head? I, I blame myself like, this is why I was so tired. This is why I didn't do well in the gym. And then it just goes downhill. And I'm like, well, I have to do it perfectly the next day. And do you? I try extra hard and then I'm just miserable every day. I'm miserable. You're really selling tracking macros right now. <laughs> well, because I, you have to get it right. You have to keep trying. Like I, I was miserable because I didn't get enough carbs and I learned. So then I added more carbs. I had more energy. But I mean, I still have that the same thing that we all do. Like, well, if I eat more carbs, oh, I'm going to gain weight. Oh, no. But I mean, especially with like my, my food allergies, I can't eat too much crap and carbs you're just anyway. not trying hard enough <laughs> i but i, I think just, you could if but you when people say they get frustrated i 100 percent get it and you have to learn your body and your body is constantly changing so you just have to go with the flow and you know it is frustrating but it's 100 percent worth it if you're doing this for your health and for longevity so you just had your week off of tracking it was a couple weeks ago yeah sounds familiar so now how many days in a row do you think you will track? I track every day. Until you get question? on the embody and then you're pissed off again, potentially? <laughs> Until I find what felt good and what feels right for my body. And then I'll, and then I think I'm at the point now that I could just move So on. I think actually I missed a question there that I should have asked that many would appreciate hearing your answer on. You said you feel worse on those 40% carb days, kind of low on the carb mm -hmm. side of things. But everybody that knows you then probably is like, well, then Hannah went out and found some very good carbs for herself to bump up that percentage. Mm -hmm. What are some of those then go-to carbs, do you remember, to get you to higher, like closer to 50? Well, fruits and vegetables are carbs. So I just snacked more on those. And plus I upped my calories a lot. So that was a huge difference. I wasn't eating enough. Like I don't think a lot of people eat enough. Um, especially when they start tracking and eat a little bit healthier. Like it is hard to get enough calories. No, it's very difficult. So once I actually started eating enough and enough carbs, it's amazing. Huge difference. But the biggest thing was just fruits and veggies? Yeah, I mean I, I, am, I can't eat gluten so I'm limited on that. Like there's like this granola that I absolutely love and talk about all the time. Um, but there's not too many carb carbs. I can't eat a lot of nuts because that isn't great for my body. And those are good carbs. So I stick to fruits and vegetables. Now that you mention that granola, I feel like I haven't seen you for a long time now. Well, I know because I can eat a bag in a day, so I stopped buying it. And just so everybody knows, it's like a $10 bag of it granola. It is not. It's... I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's $8. Okay. It might be $8, but often it's on sale for 6 so you got to find it and <laughs> get it on sale. Um, 
anything else that you want to add? Like we turned this a little more into a nutrition thing potentially, but everybody loves learning a little bit more about nutrition. But to tie it back together, put a bow on it. Think about ways you can give yourself more compassion in and outside of the gym. How much do you think? Okay, now that you said outside of the gym, now we're not putting a bow on it. <laughs> um, like I'm trying to figure out the question there that when you're sitting down having these conversations, are people beating themselves, excuse me, beating themselves up more for gym things than for outside world things? Well, I think because that's the discussion that people have with us coaches. It's like, oh, I ate so badly this weekend or I just am so tired. I can't work out hard enough or I'm not coming in as often as I want to. And typically it's due to outside of the gym like things. They know that the gym is good for them, helps them de-stress. They want to come in. They feel bad they can't. I feel like some people think they owe me an explanation and they don't, but I feel like it's an opportunity for me to encourage them and give, show them some compassion and give them maybe a new vocabulary, a new narrative. Okay. Thanks for explaining that. Did I answer your question? Yeah. You got, I'm getting a little too sidetracked with my thoughts. It's okay. We've rambled on long enough. You feel good about it? Sure. No other questions? Not today. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Whatever episode this is, don't forget to watch Slippery Stairs or Steps or whatever it is this weekend. See you at the gym. Once again, thank you for listening to the Pick It Up podcast. Please remember that we do these shows for you. So if there is ever anything that you would like us to cover, don't be shy. Just let us know. We will talk to you next week.